Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend, let's knock out a couple of these emails this week. We've got Kathy in Ankeny. And she says, Eric, I've been a homeowner for 40 years and frankly, tired of it. (laughs) Tired of the headaches of owning a home and all the maintenance that comes with it. I'm retiring next year and seriously considering selling the house and becoming a renter for the rest of my life. I know I won't have equity and things of that nature, but if I've got the money to pay the rent, what's the problem? Is it something worth considering to let someone else deal with the headaches? Well, Kathy, it's um, not a bad analysis. Um, You know, homeownership is always something that we all strive for. And you've done it, right? You bought a house and you've owned it and you're probably going to sell it and get back more than what you paid for that house. So um, nothing wrong with what you're thinking about because what you're doing now is you're freeing up time that you would spend on maintaining that home, you know, mowing the lawn, upkeep, all that kind of stuff to where you can do stuff you want to do. And if you want to leave and go away for a couple of months in wintertime, guess what? Someone else is going to be watching your, exactly. you know, so it's not a bad idea. And I, I see a lot of uh, folks that are doing this. Now, the thing about maybe owning fractional ownership, maybe you go into an environment where you got a condo or a townhome that's part of a large uh, building. So, you know, you have all the maintenance taken care of, maybe you can still build some equity that way. But True. if yeah. you have the money out of the bank, you're probably going to use that to rent. So you will be helping somebody else, you know, build their equity. But It comes down to utility, really. You know, is it better for you? Is it a better lifestyle for you? Uh, Does it fit into your budget? The one thing, though, that you have to remember is that your rent's probably going to increase over time, right? There's going to be an inflation factor to your rent. If you were to have a mortgage, let's say, on a Mm. condo or townhome or something like that, that's going to be level. Of course, your association dues could always increase because you're going to always have those. Good point, yeah. um, It's not a bad analysis that you're looking at, you know, about not – having not doing all that stuff um and just <laughs> she knows what she life. wants it sounds like anyway right yeah she knows she yeah. doesn't want to have to deal with that i was thinking the same thing when i first read that i was thinking well that's you know why condos are so popular but i guess maybe she's talking literally renting like an apartment or something like yeah. that. yeah and and there's some new ones that are going up that are you know spectacular getting all oh, the yeah. new building stuff and some have underground parking to have to deal with shoveling of snow so when it snows you just go down to your car and right. drive out right and if you're single kathy if you know we don't know you didn't mention if you're married or if your spouse has passed on but my mom's in a in a community in a uh, for seniors only it's for 55 and up it's not necessarily for like you know assisted living it's just simply for seniors uh those are very popular as well too so yeah you know they have game night they have movie night they have um, activities you mm-hmm. know and, yeah. and some build some friends camaraderie people go down play cards with and if they irritate you can go back to your own place right, <laughs> right. They get on your nerves <laughs> you can head back now it's been a little weird with covid but they're starting to hopefully get back to that here pretty soon so i mean I, great question so thank you so yep. much kathy hopefully that helps if you've got some more questions or you want to share some specific details and some numbers with eric and get a little bit more uh, insight uniquely into your situation give him a call at 5 one five two two six fifteen hundred all right let's well, move here's, on. Oh, go ahead. here's the thing about that i want to touch on that real quick most people think that all your decisions have to be just a cut and dry financial decision right okay 
Okay, so yeah, if somebody's saying financially speaking, it's you know, paying rent is a waste of money, right? Mm-hmm. Because you don't own anything. Well, you have to look at utility. Does it improve your lifestyle? Does it give you the freedom to be able to just take off for a couple of months and not have to worry about, you know, I got to worry about somebody, at, you know, getting in there because an apartment's probably going to be more secure than an, an individual house because you have other people around you. There's always activity, that kind of stuff. So right. you just have to look at utility as opposed to just a cut and dry financial decision. And the way we plan is we want to get you what you want, right? We want to get you what you want, not sit here and tell you, oh, that's a bad decision. You shouldn't do that. Right. Tell us what you want. We're going to help you get it. Yeah. Well, the the plan should help with the the wallet. It should help with the tummy and you know the heart, if you will. Right. Absolutely. I mean, all those pieces. And I don't mean you know physically the heart. I mean like you know like making you feel good about your decisions and that you are, are okay with this. And the tummy rule goes a long way too. So Kathy, if that's what you want and the math supports it, then I think that's a good way of looking at it. Absolutely. All right. So let's uh, jump over to here. The next one we got Chris in uh, Des Moines. And he says, Eric, my uh, wife is deceased. She was a veteran, and I still have access to her excellent health insurance. And the woman I'm dating is in the same scenario. She's a widow, and her person was a veteran as well. And so we both have this great health insurance from the government. But we're thinking about getting married, but we'll lose that if we do. Any thoughts for Chris? Because he basically just says, should I chuck the idea of getting married? Well, seeing how it's uh, a second marriage, um, potentially, I don't know, it might be more than that. But yeah, you have to start weighing those options because now it's not just about, yeah, I love you, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. It's now there's some financial things that go with it. When you're older in life, you know, mm-hmm. you, these are things that enter into it. And I would say giving up, you know, that TRICARE, which is assuming what it is, is a pretty good insurance plan. Now, if you're close to Medicare, maybe that's an easier transition. I was but, just thinking that, yep. Yeah, I would say you probably want to first look and see what insurance is going to cost you versus what you're getting with that. And it might be you guys just decide to you know, live together and make a commitment. A commitment doesn't have to be just on a piece of paper. You can make commitments to people and honor those. Um, And, uh, you know, maybe you guys each keep your insurances that way. Probably keeps cleaner. And at this stage in life, you're probably keeping separate monies anyway, separate retirements. That's a great point, yeah. So it's not as detrimental than if you were you know 20 years old and getting married for the first time yeah you know because he didn't put so. his age so we're not sure how old either one of them are so yeah yeah uh it's a good point i mean you could always go the the kurt russell goalie hawn thing right you never have to actually be married uh Correct. you could just be together or you can you know sit down run the numbers find out that's a great point from eric you know what's it going to cost you for insurance on your own if you aren't close enough to get medicare or whatever uh that could be pretty hefty so I will tell you, though, that in the state of Iowa, that um, if you're not married, there are some inheritance issues if you were to pass and leave assets to those uh, individuals, mm. because even though there's there's such thing as common law, it doesn't pertain to the house. So we had uh, this happened to somebody. He was a client. His girlfriend, they were living together in the house. Right. He unfortunately passed away. They were not married. So she inherited half of the house because she was helped paying for it, too. Well, her half that she inherited it, she owed uh, inheritance tax for the state of Iowa because she was not a spouse oh she was an other and so she had to come up with i think it was around fifteen thousand dollars to pay the state of iowa just on half the house she was living in oh wow so So, yeah interesting sometimes the paper makes sense but for you i I would look at the timing of this you know if again if you're close to medicare age maybe losing tricare but going to medicare might be a lot easier Mm -hmm. than if you just lost it altogether and had to replace that insurance okay all right well some a good a great question this week chris thank you so much for listening to the show first of all uh thanks kathy as well for that uh but if you got some of those questions that you really got to share some more details or you really want to break that down sometimes we you know we're often talking in generalities here on the program and so we're trying to give out some useful information to get you thinking 
one way or another. Uh, but you always want to back that up with how it's going to affect you specifically uh, for your unique situation. So call Eric and get started with a complimentary review. Have a phone chat, virtual chat, come into the office, whatever the case is. 515-226-1500. Final email question this week is from Martin, and he's in Clive. And he says, uh, Eric, investing for retirement seems pretty simple to me. Why not just invest in dividend-paying stocks, live off the dividends, and not dip into the principal? Well, if it was yeah, only that easy, right? If it's only that easy, Martin. The problem is, is that you know companies are like people; they go through challenges. They're not in, they're not impervious to any things that can generate towards them. So think about a very large, well-established blue chip company called General Electric. Now, <laughs> GE was on a tear for a long time. It paid right. a hefty dividend, and it fell right into this category you're talking about. I'm just mm-hmm. going to buy General Electric. They got a great dividend. I'll spend the dividend, and my my value will still keep on appreciating. Well, guess what? Yep. <laughs> They're not where they used to be. The dividend was cut. Stock is down a tremendous amount. They're People off lost. the uh – uh, they're out of the Dow. Out of the Dow. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everything can change. So, you need diversification. You need to have different uh, income sources because dividends are not guaranteed. Now, you can look at a company that's paid dividends historically, but everything that says in anytime you invest, it always says historical performance is not indicative of future results. Right. Right. So, they're not guaranteed. You know, the only thing you can get really guaranteed is going to be a contract that's going to be from, let's say, a, a CD at the bank, annuity from an insurance company where they guarantee they're going to pay you X amount of interest for X amount of time. Even bonds are not really guaranteed because they can default on bonds, too. Okay, you don't have a contract with a bond. You have a contract with a CD. You have a contract with an annuity where they have to pay you that interest if it's a fixed environment. So, Martin, I would just invite you to come in and go through how can you plan properly you know, because if they cut the dividends, then your income drops. And then you got to do what? You got to sell off some of those investments to make up the income gap. It's all about income and retirement, not necessarily about growth. It's about generating the income to maintain your lifestyle. And there's better ways to do it. And there's safer, smarter ways to take income from. You just have to learn about those. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, 
including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.